All right, what's up, motherfuckers? We are in the building. I'm prepared today. I got all this shit already popped up, pretty much. Just got to click on a few things. I will be good to go. I think I'm good to go. Just like that. Whew. I already got my dab loaded up. It's been a... Oh, shit. I'm about to break this, though. It's been a week of exploring the past in order to unlock a future. This is how it works, bitch. Whew. Gotta hit this dab. Oh, let's see. Well, yesterday I went snowboarding, but just for a minute. We went to Winter Park. More stuff is open. It was pretty fun. Still kind of crowded. Not a ton of snow, you know, not a lot of snow, but still fun. I mean, any day on the mountain is better than really no day. So that was good. It was good time. It's nice to zip up there and do the exercise and then do the rest of your day. So far, we got two days on that mountain, boy. I would like to thank everyone for joining the Banana Arcade. Say what? I have not been uploading the past episodes, but they will be up soon enough. Right, we have christened the mic. Um, yeah, so man, Harry Houdini's in the thumbnail. I guess we could start with my man Houdini. I was under the impression that Houdini. Well, look how dark it is because things pulsating. Let's turn it off. The Houdini <coughs> died doing a magic trick, which is not true. Uh I mean, he had a, a crazy turn of events that led to his death, but first off, my man Houdini was like the first. What I, what I don't understand is, you know, nowadays, if you tried to pull a, a just a prank bro like Houdini, they would arrest you. But back then, they were all, people were all for it. And people just, I mean, my man would like go into Times Square and hang himself from a crane, bury himself down in the ocean and shit or the lakes. It's wild. It's wild the shit this man did. And then he ends up cutting his leg on something, basically getting an infection. He had a fever. Then some guy walks up to him and is like, hey, I hear you can get punched in the stomach. It's hard, like super hard. <laughs> Dude's like, yeah, I can. That's an illusion. But he's like sitting down when it happens. Mr. Whitehead punches him in the stomach four or five times. He just like tries to shake it off, even though he's in incredible pain. Goes goes and does a show, collapses at the show, fucking gets taken to the hospital, finds out he has like appendicitis, which I'm sure this dude punching his stomach didn't help. I don't think it, maybe, I don't know what, I, you know, I don't know, I'm not, who knows. But then he dies. And then he's, his last words is, I'm, I'm tired of fighting. You're <laughs> just like, what? Maybe, maybe if you hadn't locked yourself into boxes under the ocean inside straight jackets you wouldn't have been so tired my man was 57 years old it's fucking nuts bro it is the wildest shit man houdini is one of the he's an og though i was like all about houdini this morning so yeah 
started off there. I've been having a pretty interesting week of exploration, and it all stems back. All of these, it's all connected, bro. You know, everything, it's always connected. And uh, so I went on my trip a couple weeks ago now, and I got my refresh into my my lineage. And it refreshed me. I was already buying all the books and stuff, and... I got back here and I was looking, I'd done some paintings that I didn't like. And just like lately, the last like, <clears throat> I don't know, I mean, honestly, the last year or so of paintings, I've really just been kind of like, they don't have the look I'm going for. Like they're cool, they're fine, but I'm just like bored with how it looks. And uh, sometimes the process is even annoying to me. So... I like start fumbling. I don't even know what started this. Well, the books are all like Japanese. I'm trying to think of like what the first thing that sparked this whole thing was. I don't think there was any like specific thing, but regardless, like years ago when I went to Japan, I had bought what is called most people rice paper, but it's called washi, which is handmade rice paper in, in Japan, which is used to paint on. Um, essentially watercolor for Jap for, for the, for the East, you know, Western watercolor is completely different and everything is different. I mean, everything, the paper, of course, Japanese is way more cool because it's all handmade. The paper is handmade. Um, there's people who've been making the same paper for 800 years in Japan. Uh, the, the pigments are ground down. You can grind them by hand and, you know, make your own little like sauce to paint with. Everything. The brushes are specific and handmade. You have to use animal glue to seal the paper off. You, I mean, it, the process is going to be insane. But what... St- and again, I don't know what like started all this, but some, somehow last week I like started digging through all my paper that I have, and I found all of the sumi or the, the washi that I've had that I got in previous trips. So I start fucking with it, trying to do... These little dragons, because like, it's always frustrated me. It's always, like when I went to Tokyo and Toshi took me places to get the paper and get the right stuff, like all they could do is really tell me what to buy. I didn't like understand anything. It's just like, here, take this and figure it out. So over the years, I've tried, failed, tried, failed, tried, failed. And then this time, I was like, man, I'm going to figure this shit out. And I start painting with what I have fumbling around trying to figure out what what's the deal i learned a fuck ton just diving in i realized i I don't necessarily need different things but of course you know me super uh od about getting into shit so then i discover all the pigments that i want to grind down they're not even expensive like the pigments are like three bucks which is really for paint you really can't beat it but the shipping from japan is insane for this stuff. So most stuff it's been fine. It's like 20, 30 bucks. This shit was like 80 bucks, 100 bucks. So, and uh, in my defense, I filled up my cart thinking the shipping was free because it said free shipping. And then I thought, and then I saw later it said only in Japan. So fuck me, right? But that's how it goes. So anyway, I buy all this paint. I buy a Sumi, like black Sumi stick that I'm going to grind down to make my black ink. But I got get the color so I can grind it down. Mix it, mix it with rabbit glue and water and paint with that. I've ordered paper from 
some OGs, man. I mean, I found some OGs. I've, I've been painting on my own stuff, and I figured out a ton, but I think I can progress it even further. And so I've, I've just ordered tons of paper. I've ordered tons of art supplies. The books, the book quest is like, I think at an end because I've only, I've bought everything that my heart has desired. So unless something new comes out, which will, but at least new you can get for a new price. I missed so many books over the last 10 years that are like actually really good and worth having that, uh, yeah, man, you pay for it. It's like sneakers. They really fuck you. It's crazy how every fucking little institution has resale involved. I mean, we're fucked when the world collapses, dog. I mean, it's it's a, it's a real it's a real microcosm for how people really are. It's like we're we're all like, oh yeah, oh after you, oh yeah. But as soon as you, as soon as I got something that you want, oh yeah, it's three fifty, dog. You know, fuck you. That's what that's what it is. So. Some guy today, some tattooer. I love it because I don't think anybody at this tattoo shop really likes me. Uh, and this dude had a book up on this tattoo website for uh, like 300 bucks. I was like, dog, I'll give you 150 because that's basically what it's worth. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And I just, I, I like that. Uh, I like that he rejected me because I know that he's going to have to hold on to that book for fucking ever because nobody wants it. But it's shit like that. Like, it's a $30 book. My man wants 300 bucks for it. But, yeah, I've, like, divin in. I've gotten, I've divin in. I've dove in. I've gotten cicada wing rice paper, which at first I was like, how many fucking cicadas does it take to make that paper? But it, it's just like a, a slang term for how thin it is. It's super challenging. I mean, I got, I mean, this one's laying right here. This is the newest one I did. Ooh, let me show it. Wait, this will be the better side. Ah, yeah, so this is the one I did today of a Hanya, a little half-sleeve jammy. I don't know how well that'll show up. That looks pretty good on there. This is a whole new process, bro. So, um, but it's gotten me, like, really excited. I haven't been this excited to paint and just, like, make stuff in a while. So I feel like it's bringing me out of a of a lull. Because that's just kind of how, it, you know, as a, as a a creative person you just go through highs and lows and ups and downs and peaks and valleys and all that good stuff and uh you just churn through it and you keep going but you do have to experience those weeks months and years of making stuff that you personally are not excited about and so that's where i've been so it's really nice and i've been really having a lot of fun i've been spending a lot of time in this room and too much time on the internet buying stuff which brings me to the fucking like the epitome, epitome? I can't talk tonight. The epiphany of travel and the internet and how different it is. Because one amazing thing that we came up, me and Alex were looking on, well, I looked on eBay at first, and I saw that this lady in Japan had 20 kabuki masks for sale. All in one bundle. And I was like, that will look so shit. No, so, God, why can't I not fucking talk? That will look so sick in the fucking shop. So, <clears throat> but she wanted a thousand bucks for it, which is still a deal. I mean, honestly, that I mean, the mat, when you go to Japan and you try to buy a mask like that, I mean, it's easily going to be a hundred bucks. You're probably going to pay 200, depending on where you are. And these are all pretty sick. So, I lowball the fucking shit. I mean, the super lowball. I live to lowball, I swear. I love it. Because sometimes it works out and it just feels so good. And uh, 
low baller. She's like, absolutely not. But then we settle at a really good price. I mean, honestly. So I get all these masks. And again, it just like forms the inspiration. And then I got the paint. And then I get these books that are all coming from Japan and Australia and Barcelona and all over the place because none of them are in America for some reason. And I'm just thinking, if I was in Japan walking around and I found 20 masks, I would not be able to buy that and get it home. I couldn't necessarily, like, being in the paint store, if I went to the paint store, the art store, the set fucking eight-floor art store, I get so overwhelmed there, you know, and then I immediately have to fucking take a shit when I'm in a fucking store doing stuff. Like, bookstores back in the day, Barnes & Noble, immediately. They should have made a Barnes & Noble spray that would immediately make people poop because that would always happen to me back in the day. I could not handle it. So same thing. Like you're like in the city, you're doing all this shit. Like it's overwhelming. You can't do it online. You take your fucking time. You just take your time. Like the only thing you're missing is the actual travel part. But if you're going there to buy stuff, like you know what you're looking for, dude, the online experience is incredible. And I'm happy to have found a way to say that and mean it because most of the time I think the online experience is awful now. You know, I feel like this entire thing, as I've stated every episode of Banana Arcade, is bananas. People have lost their goddamn minds. But what is great is by diving into my own past, being reminded of where I came from and like what I truly care about, um, especially like artistically and seeing my old boss who's damn near 70 still on the shop every day just really like hit a nice little spark for me and it's uh it's made me completely miss everything that happened on the internet because i was able to just be like entranced by figuring shit out like when i had the paper i didn't know anything about it i i failed for so many years because i knew nothing about curing it with animal glue which is called dosa but some of it comes pre-cured. Some of it doesn't. But I had no idea. And I have no idea which ones of mine were. So I've been just doing a field test. I mean, I've, do- I've, I've, I've gone deep, dog. Deep. I'm so deep in the Japanese paper pussy <laughs> that <laughs> I have so many lines to follow that up with, but... They all involve the word balls, so I'm not going to say it. All right, so there's the intro. <laughs> I love those long-winded, crazy intros. We'll go to chat. Uh, Teddy, can I do a documentary on you making the Waffle House documentary? Uh, yeah, if I ever make the Waffle House documentary. I think it would be a great documentary to make. We just got to find three Waffle Houseians, you know? We just got to follow them. Just like most stories, it won't be about Waffle House. It'll be about the people we meet along the way. I think it'd be a great story. And Waffle House just ties so much of the world together. I looked at Waffle House's merch the other day. Can't remember what fucking shit they had that I was like, what the fuck is this? I can't remember what it was. They had one item that was like so weird. Yeah, anyway, I didn't buy anything. Um, I, w- I want to go back and do this documentary on my old boss. I think I can knock it out in like a week. Just stressful though to think about like putting all that together. You know, I've never done it. I've only ever like made stuff about my own life, which is easier. There's no pressure really. You're just here for the Drake talk. 
I don't, is there anything to say about Drake? I was not really on the internet this much this week. I missed most of the drama. Thank God. I saw a few clips here and there of certain things, and a few of my friends love to send me stuff, so never fully escaped. But uh, I do remember Drake look, like, looking pretty saucy sitting at, by a pool, quoting something, but I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what that was about. And then, uh, of course, I saw the Kanye stuff which is also goofy because I just don't, again, there's nothing any of these people are going to say at this point. Like no rapper is going to enlighten me or improve my life. It's just, it's over for me. It's, it's done. It's quiet. It's, it's, it's finito finished out of here, you know, asleep, gone, dead, vanished the vapors. It's, I'm out, I'm out of, it's, it's exited the building. Uh, so it's just not for me. And I feel like, when I, the only thing I saw was the room, where, you know, where Yes Jules fucking recorded or whatever. And, you know, I never know if any of this shit is actually, like, real or just fake entertainment. Uh, either way, it all makes me sad. All the people in the room standing there, like, being made fun of, <laughs> uh, not realizing they're, like, basically, you know, they are exactly who he's talking about. And all of the drama and the... um. I don't have a good word for it, but it's just so goddamn tacky. Like all of the personal business that's aired out between the kids and the this and the that and the fucking and the you know, all of it, all of it, all of it. I mean, I'm so beyond it that I fucking could not give less of a fuck. What makes me sad is that other people are into it, and I see people. I'm like, oh, that that's why that exists. You know, like that's why Drake's popular. We watched. Alex may be watching another episode of one of those Married at First Sight shits uh, only because we had to turn off some new awful fucking Christmassy movie that was on fucking Netflix. Terrible. I don't remember the name of it. Fucking awful. Something with the family and ugh, terrible. Uh, 15 minutes in, turned it off. It's ba- you know it's a bad movie when Married at First Sight is better than it. So, but this, you know, these guys on here, these like goofy fucking dudes who put on suits and like lick their fucking eyebrows and do the little mm, like little Edward Scissorhands themselves in the mirror are the reason why like the the people who will buy into the illusion are the reason this shit fucking exists. It's the reason it sells. A sucker is not only born every day, a sucker is reaffirmed every day and continues to remain a sucker, you know, until like they finally, finally get beyond it and realize how silly and stupid it all is. Yeah. It's wild. So, yeah, I don't have nothing to say about them, I guess. Fatality. <laughs> uh, fucking bitches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I did not see. I saw that uh, Kanye was driving a new shoe. I did not actually see the shoe. I was interested to see it because I do enjoy shoes. But, um, yeah. He said nothing good happened. Nothing good ever happens. Nothing good ever happens. Wait, Jacob says, damn, you got a Stanley. You thought better of me. Explain the Stanley drama to me. Some people love the Stanley. Some people hate the Stanley. I do love this brand loyalty and uh, vengeance. Like all of the people who messaged me about my car being recalled, this was a great catalyst to get me off the internet early this week. I have to, 
give a huge shout out to all the fucking idiots out in the world who every time I open my phone are there to remind me of which way not to go. They're like barking dogs, you know, like they're like barking dogs just scream the word idiot, 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 over and over again. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going that direction. When the dog's going to bite me, you know, I'm an idiot. Like, it's amazing. It's incredible once you just take inventory of what you're seeing, you know? Like, really? What was that? Oh, that was not. Oh, what was that? The next one. What was that? I, this is all shit I don't want to see. Goodbye. So, got to love it. Absolutely got to love it. Got to give a shout out to the dummies for keeping it dumb. But the amount of people who love to just harp on this recall word when my car gets updated with a fucking uh, a software update is crazy. The amount of people who want to see car companies fail is insane. I mean, you had grown men Googling videos of trucks pulling shit just so they could post arguments to other dudes saying that this truck's going to be better than that truck and that who gives a fuck? I've again, I'm very happy to be beyond it. So just, but fucking, it makes me sad. It makes me sad. We are not only weak bodied, we are weak minded individuals. And when society does collapse, we are fucked. You know what I'm saying? We are goddamn fucked. Weak willed, weak everything, you know? And I'm not trying to be Jocko, but goddamn, you know, like what the fuck? I watched that fucking movie. Uh, the Get Out Alive movie, too? That was not... I, I'm confused about that one. I don't really understand that one at all. I feel like it just said the message is that, like, people won't really care as long as they get their comforts in the end anyway. I feel like that's the message of that movie. It's very strange. And the Obamas being executive producers is a little weird not to sound like fucking Alex Jones. Oh, and then there's the grown adults who are mad that Alex Jones got his Twitter back. As if I love it. It's just baked in that you got to have to, oh, you have to use, I can't believe he's here. I have to use this every day. It's got to be done. It doesn't, you know, and these people are just confused. So many people are confused into thinking they need the social media shit. I'm again, firm believer. We're going back to real life shit. It might be because there's no electricity or food supply, but we're going back to the barter system. We're going back to people wanting to be around genuine people. That's what I think. <sighs> All right, let me look. I've lost. Uh, uh, uh. What's in the bucket? What bucket? If you donate to the Waffle House documentary, can you get your name in the credits? Yes. It'd probably take quite a bit of money to make this documentary. Ooh, some regulars would be good. Yeah, some regulars. I feel like most Waffle most. <laughs> What is wrong with my voice box today? I feel like most Waffle House employees crush it, especially them chefs. So I feel like it would be very hard to narrow it down. That's what I think. Come visit 713 in Houston again. I'm thinking about making a trip. I'm thinking about it sometime soon. Maybe, possibly. 
need to get to Texas. Where Danny Rock did the best Waffle House documentary. Oh, yeah, that's when they talk about what to order. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one for the layman who doesn't know what to order when you go there. But a lot of people do fuck up their order when they go to Waffle House. If you don't get a fucking pecan waffle, you already fucked up. And if you don't get hash browns, you fucked up. The other shit's fine. I mean, you can get eggs and omelet and all that other stuff, but none of it matters. Those are the things that matter. They need to be scattered, smothered, and colored. Waffle House. Teddy, what's the worst place I ever li- you ever lived or visited? Knoxville, Tennessee, without question. Terrible. Awful. That was a fucking awful, awful place. I mean, I was granted not doing shit like with my life, really. I was trying to paint freight trains all the time, and I was kind of learning how to tattoo, but failing at it. Oh, God, what a fucking... That was the only place I ever lived where the... Everything was orange, first off. Just a terrible color for everything to be. And then... That was the first place I lived where sports really took over everything. Like, when there was a football game, everyone was involved. It's like, wow, I can't believe this. You know, usually a Saturday in tattoo shops, especially at that time, be crazy busy. Not in Knoxville. Everybody's watching the game. And you're doing a big-ass tee on somebody. Oh, that place was terrible, man. I mean, I was also really broke. I mean, I was like fucking beyond poor like just floating through the wind um other than that i mean in new york i don't really like new york i was like kind of going crazy there so that was not good for me and i think new york's super overrated i don't get it really i think people just like to say they're from there because they like jay-z and they're like, oh, he made he he did stuff. So if I'm from the same place, then I'll do stuff. And I don't, I don't really get that one. So that that sucked. But other than that, I mean, I've mostly lived in Colorado. Other than that, so Colorado's cool. And we're probably just going. I mean, I know like last last every podcast, probably I fantasize or discuss like we we don't know what we're doing. We're gonna go somewhere. We're probably gonna stay here. I mean, I have so. I think it was my waiver um, the last couple of weeks, like thinking like what the fuck to do. But I have so much invested in like not only this shop, but the future of Eric and Weston and, you know, Alex's horse is here. It would be such a fucking undertaking to go to another state and start fresh. And that would be ridiculous. And it's something that I just love to do to myself is like build some shit up and then fucking rush off to the next spot and try to do it again and i don't know why i do it so this time we're not doing it and uh we're just gonna keep it keep it here and probably just somewhere a little further out of town but that's that's the plan there did i see godzilla releasing in black and white i did see that i didn't see that you sent it to me but i did see that today but i think it's only in japan i will not be going to japan to see it I'd still like to go to Japan. It's great because I wouldn't have to shop that that much because I've bought all the shit online. It's going to be great. It'd be great to go to Japan. Me and Alex talked about it the other day, but A, tickets are crazy expensive right now. It makes no sense to me. And, well, it makes sense, but, you know, I don't want to pay it. And B, what was the only thing? Oh, she wants to go to Hawaii on the way because it splits the trip. 
which I can't really argue with. So um, we have to make sure we can do all that. That takes a lot of planning and money and all that jazz. But I do want to go back. Um, It's crazy how it all ties together. You know, it's like my love for the Japanese iconography and the mythology and the imagery and all those trips to Japan, you know, I'd go to those museums, I'd get all stoked and I'd want to go paint and I didn't have supplies to paint and then I'd buy all the shit and I'd, I'd feel like shit because I was like, man, I fucking just wasted, you know, I don't know if you know this, but paint supplies are not cheap. So when, when an artist tries to sell you a painting for money, you understand why. But uh, where's my fucking little tool at? Uh, uh you know, then I feel guilty. I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to use this. Or I just, I don't use it. I always do this shit, you know? And then it sits there for a while. And then I finally come around to it. You know? I finally, it's like, I finally stop fucking around and just figure it out. Which is what got me to look at Harry Houdini this morning. Because I think it all comes from... Uh, a lot of my uh, weirdness with stuff, which I might be dyslexic, I figured it out. Let me put a pin in that because got a story there uh, this week. But I remember as a kid getting this magic kit because I really believed in magic, like every kid. So I got a magic kit. And then when I realized I had to read shit and like figure out how to trick people because I just wanted the magic to be real. I got all bummed. And then of course I tried to find the easiest trick, which is like probably throwing a paper towel over somebody's head or something. I remember getting all like, what the fuck, man? Just bummed that magic wasn't real, probably. As a, <laughs> it was devastated. Like, what the fuck? I thought this box was going to tell me how to fucking be a goddamn wizard, not how to be a dork who fucking does weird shit with cards and holds shit at an angle and ties strings to his fucking shirt. It's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be a fucking satanically possessed magician. Do you understand me? I'd sell my fucking little nine-year-old soul to the devil at that moment. If the devil had popped up and said, whatever, whatever you want, (laughs) it's for magic. Boom, take it, let's go. But that didn't happen. And I think that led me, for the rest of my fucking life, is when I, like, get to instructions on things, I just shut down. I just fucking, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to take the time to read these instructions. I'm not going to play the tutorial I'm not going to read this part of the book. I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And I've decided to stop doing that. And that's how I finally figured out the paper, which the paper has brought me so much joy, which is what I started this podcast with. It's exploring the past can unlock the future. I don't think that's exactly what I said. But still, it's like this long journey. It's a mind trip when you think about it. It's fucking nuts. There's something else I was about to segue into, and I totally forgot. I was going to go with all that, but I can't remember. Uh, more of a Kanye scuba sock than a shoe. Oh, is it like that weird fucking thing that came out a couple years ago? Check email to see new Kanye shoe. All right. Let's look. Oh, yeah, that's that thing he's been wearing for a couple of years. 
Right. It looks like it. Damn, nobody bought that shit, right? Ain't no goddamn way. Wait, why are there different? What are the options? I understand. It's wild. Woof. Yeah. Wait, who wants to be my mom? <laughs> Society seems to love watching itself fail. Um, you know, <coughs> you would think that, and maybe you're right, but also it's not new. And I think where we get tricked is we think all this shit that's happening is new. We're like, oh my god, you know, like we're going through this thing. I watched two. First, I finished the Kim Burns Vietnam documentary, which. <clears throat> I've said it every podcast. I think you need to watch it. Everyone in this fucking country in every country probably needs to watch it. It's so good. It's so insightful. It is amazing. I mean, it's awful, but it just gives you such a deeper understanding of how American culture was solidified in concrete into basically everything. It's like World War One, World War Two, escaping the British Empire, fucking Civil War, and then Vietnam. I mean, you can also talk about Afghanistan too, but Vietnam specifically is in fucking sane. And the shit people were doing then is the same shit people are doing now. It's crazy down even the public reactions and the you know vietnam i mean it's oh god i could i could go on and on about i mean how much of our culture is still echoed from basically the wars is just mind-blowing to me i find it completely fucking mind-blowing and i don't feel like most people know it like or understand it or have watched these things where and i haven't before now so i'm being one of those people but you're like looking at these people's first-hand account you're just like what the fuck it's so sobering because then you open your phone and some asshole who ain't never done nothing <laughs> it's just over here like <laughs> you're just like who gives a fuck what you gotta say dog you know like that's where we fucked up. We gave everybody the chance. And now we got a bunch of that. So, I mean, I'm telling you. And I'm, I'm about to watch this other shit. Everything Kim Burns made, I'm about to watch it. I'm halfway through the Hemingway shit. That shit's fire. My man Hemingway. Whew, whew. I mean, I'm late to the party, dog. I don't know nothing about none of these fools. Hemingway is a beast. It's about to take that dive. I got so many dives to go on. And this is where... I think not falling victim to like the algorithm and the internet and the randomness and the, 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 the suspension of direction by just letting that thing take you for a ride. It's just rediscovering all the things that I want to be interested in, that I want to know that are so much cooler. And a lot of stuff from the past gives you a great insight to what's going on right now. 
to remind you that you don't have to really fucking partake in the madness at all. I mean, it's crazy to watch. And when again, when you get the opportunity to do the right thing, absolutely, you should do it. I'm not saying being ignorant, stupid fuck. It's not the answer. But you can definitely find things to get lost in, which are so much more joyful than the gloom and doom that, that has been going on for fucking ever. It's wild. And then I watched, I watched that, and then I watched the DC Sniper. I didn't. This isn't the fucking. Uh, I watched a lot of lighthearted stuff, but I didn't watch anything on this. But the uh, Monster Podcast for the DC Sniper. That shit was fucking crazy. I mean, oh, people forget. People forget. You know, we had people who were like, oh. This time is so crazy, especially like youngsters will be like, oh, this time is so crazy. We'd be living through the worst shit. Man, we had 9-11 and the DC sniper. Not that this is a tragedy dick measuring contest, but like, that's what I'm saying. We forget. It's just been going on. Motherfuckers were afraid to pump gas, dog. People were getting shot doing, like cleaning out their cars and shit. I mean, it was insane. Homeboy it was in the back of a fucking goddamn Buick laid down sniped out because he was super trained. Why was he super trained? Because he didn't have no daddy. Why didn't he have no daddy? Because people were pieces of shit. Raise your fucking kids, motherfucker. If you don't raise your goddamn kid, he's going to end up being a DC sniper. Because if you don't raise him, some other guy will, who will be mad at his wife. This just gets deep, bro. He's mad at his wife. He wants to see his kids, so he snaps. He basically adopts other dude. He just, they go around on a fucking rampage. They get caught sleeping in the car in the end. It's insane what the fuck we've been dealing with since World War I. <laughs> I mean, really. Like, I mean, really. It's This is a certified hood classic. America. <laughs> uh, it's just insane. But again, instead of listening to these fuck, because when you watch the old shit, you, you, you see all these people who... We're just talking heads. You're like, oh, that's what's happening again now. More talking heads. More fucking blah, 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 blah. And you just, then you end up just, you end up infected. I can't be infected. Which, uh, I went on a, another random dive where somehow I got into, I don't even know how the fuck this happened, but I started looking at comic book stuff. For those of you that don't know, I hate Marvel and DC. Uh, I only really ever fucked with Image Comics growing up. Uh, I mean, sometimes I read... I mean, I read Marvel and DC when I was forced to as a kid because Image didn't exist yet, but once Image existed, that's all I fucked with. But then I went on this crazy dive where I realized that the dude who worked on The Walking Dead is the guy who wrote... I think it's... Is it called The Invincibles? He was on that. Who worked? Who was hired by uh, the dude who created Savage Eric Larson, who created Savage Dragon, which was like my favorite comic ever as a kid. And that sent me on a dive. I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Man, there's so much cool shit that interests me to catch up on." And I just don't, you know. Even though I mean, I haven't played Mortal Kombat since before North Carolina. I was getting real sick of playing it because everybody played with Omni-Man. And then that is what started this whole, like, what is he from? And then he was in Invincible. And then it just, you know, you pull one thread. You just, the, the more you search, the more keys you find, the more it unlocks. But you have to go that direction and not the direction of knowing about, you know, 
what the fuck Cardi B is doing, you know, because you don't care. You don't care, but you're caught in the laser beam and you can't pull away unless you're just really, well, I'm talking, I guess I'm talking about myself. I don't know what you're doing, but unless you're, you have something else you're searching for, you must have an objective a directive or you will be captured. Dude, speaking of which, the motherfuckers got captured during Vietnam. Holy shit. I'm telling you, watch the Kim Burns shit. Not this, oh man, dude, this one guy, I got his name, Hal. I can't see his last name. Oh, he's got a Southern accent and just, oh, it's crazy. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I love I'm so back on the chat. I don't know what anyone's saying. Their chicken goes hard, to be honest. Oh, Waffle House. Yeah, their chicken does go hard because they press it on the, on the griddle. On the griddle. Where in New York was I? I mean, I lived. I had I had a shop in Kingston, New York. I spent enough time in the city to know that I didn't want to live there. How did my financial situation differ between pre-YouTube living the high-rise and now? It's constantly ebbing and flowing always, always. I mean, there's, I mean, I mean, I was broke growing up. I, I got money when I started tattooing and like, you know, working, I started getting money. And then since then, it's basically just been um, a constant fucking grind, you know, which is what it is until basically you decide to stop until you basically decide you have enough. And that is where I don't think most of us even have an answer. I asked, I asked people this a few months ago back. I was like, how much money would you need to retire? And of course the people who have kids have a different answer, but most people don't have a number, which is kind of fucked because you're like, there's no real goal, no end in sight. You know, you don't have a goal there. So that's what I'm trying to figure out is when I can not have to grind so hard and just enjoy things. Because the things I enjoy, too, are not, you know, I'm I'm just painting and tatting. You know, I'm not fucking really doing much else. There's no money in internet content unless you want to be a fucking ding-dong. So we all know that's not going down. And so, uh, yeah, it's just... And people don't, I mean, people don't have the money to spend on things. I mean, like merch in general, like I'm still very blessed and I'm, I swear I'm cooking up new shit for next year. It's year of the dragons. You know, I'm on it, but it's, it's definitely, we're not just, we're just not living in the same world. So I've just, that was a fun ride. It's just also really nice that I've always had this a tattooing, but the love for it like a deep love for it. And I'm very lucky now that I can go back and get stuff to sort of just reignite this shit and just, you know, probably spend the rest of my days just working on artwork and being, you know, simple, more simple. Cause I feel like the complicated parts of my life, I've, I've, I've worked it out. You know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not out here searching for anything. I got my wife, I got my, my two dogs right now, you know, we lost Abner, which has been fucking not the most fun. Um, but we're getting through it. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, like I have, <clears throat> we have a house. I have everything that I have a car. It's like, I have a business. I have loyal people who work for me. I, uh, you have to kind of like stop and realize 
when you have all the things that you really want. It's like, I don't really care about much else. Even I like doing these videos, but it's harder and harder to make vlogs because I don't, I'm not going to just make one to make one, as I've said. So you have to wait for these special moments. And you realize that as someone who's just trying to create art, you're just locked away into a room making art. You know, like there's, it's not that interesting after a while. I'm just in here in this room by myself churning away at a painting. And so that's really not that interesting, which is why this is cathartic because I get to just sort of fucking hit the steam release on the shit that I happen to see or hear about or experience during the week. So I don't even think that was part of the question or whatever. He said, damn, bro, I haven't seen you in years. Will you release the Godzilla shirt again? No, I will not release the Godzilla shirt again. Thanks for stopping by. I'm still here. You know, still still out here doing my thing. I'm sure you've been doing your thing. So continue to do that. That's how we live this life. I don't even know what this one is. Oh, gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is a war room. Oh, <laughs> nice. Friend was there in Arlington, afraid to go to Home Depot. I believe it. Well, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I mean, the focus is a little older, but it's okay. I ain't getting up. I don't care if I'm out of focus. Life is out of focus. DC Monster was season two. Check out Atlanta Monster. All right, I'll check it out. I'll put it on my list. That's what I love is that, I mean, that's the beauty of all this, like, audiobook and things. You can sit in a room and create and make stuff. It might not be the best for, like, making content. Um... <clears throat> I will make a video about my new painting process. I've been filming all this new stuff I'm doing and stuff. I still film. It's just, you know, there's really no, uh, there's no reward to put it out. When you're getting paid for every video, you know, you, you'll find a reason to make a video. When you, you have to do it out of love, the projects come a little slower, you know, and you just got to concentrate on other shit. So, um, yeah, and that's just... It's, I'm a lot happier with that. For sure. God, I can't stop burping. So, I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon because I'm trying to keep these at an hour, hour and a half. I don't, I think going as long as a fucking movie is a little insane. I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh, my dyslexic story. So, I was, I was, uh, I get a lot of books and I try to read them. And sometimes I feel like I have to read the same shit over and over. And I just, Long story short, I was like, I want a ruler that's clear but has, like, a, a, basically a mask on both sides so I can scroll down the page and just see the line I'm reading so there's, like, no distractions. I just want this thing. I thought I invented it in my mind, so I Google it and I see it on Amazon. Ask me why the fuck it says... Uh, Reading aid for dyslexic children six and up. I was like, wait a second, man. If I've been fucking dyslexic this whole time, is that why 
the magic kit threw me off. Is that why the fuck I couldn't do the magic kit? And that is what propelled into this ball of every time I see instructions, I just turn into a fucking crashing pilot. I don't want to read them. I just don't want to fucking read them. Yeah. No. But now I learned so much, like learning so fun. You know, I was learning all this shit about the paper and all that. I was like, God, this is so interesting. I'm why the fuck, why, why the fuck didn't I just take the time before fear? That's why. Cause the one way works and you just want to do that. But then that one way starts to piss you off and you're stuck learning anyway. So you might as well figure it out now. Once the, once the first desire strikes, cause I could have been painting on this paper for years. So now I have to start now, but it's cool. I'm going to spend all of this year fucking painting my ass off. I mean, this year I'm just hoping to crush out paintings, you know, a couple of hundred at least for sure. So that is the plan. Just paintings and take on some real good, nice tattoo projects, do a little bit of traveling. We're going to move out of our house this year. It's going to be good. There are no other plans. I'm not a New Year's resolution guy. Uh, you know, I'll I'll constantly uh, battle with my going to the gym or not. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's not that fun when you're old. Ugh. There's also uh, someone said Arlington because you're talking about the DC sniper. That dude blew up his house in Arlington too. That shit was fucking insane. That was crazy. I mean, God, blowing up your fucking crib. Whew, I didn't look into that one. Who knows what that one's about? I can't be going on these deep dives on that type of stuff. <laughs> Jacob never said anything about the stand when he left. Oh. All right, let me see if I got any other notes. And then if not, I'm going to fucking jet. I'm going to go eat. Starving. Uh, oh, there, I have the note that... um. <laughs> fucking... Damn, it's crazy how I always hit everything that I put in my... It's like once I type it on my phone, it's logged into my brain as well. <sighs> yeah, the only thing that I have on here that I didn't talk about was... It seems like all the time people tag me in restaurants and stuff. Like, they're local in Denver. And everything that I get tagged in these days is the fucking craziest, goofiest... Like, no restaurants anymore are normal. Like the other day I got tagged in something that was like corn dogs dipped in just like cheese and then rolled in Cheetos and then deep fried. And it's just like, I'm like every restaurant now is a TikTok restaurant, which is basically carnival food for adults. And it's like you, the food, it can't, the, the food doesn't matter. It's like how photogenic and ridiculous is the food. Eventually they're just going to be like slingshotting it into people's mouths so that people can get content. It's, <laughs> again this is why I, I'm firmly believe 
the in-person shit is going to be way more, uh, people are going to find way more mystique in that in the future. It's wild, bro. Nothing makes sense to me. Say it every time. Say it every episode of the Banana Arcade. Did I see the Colorado Supreme Court just disqualified Trump from the 2024 ballot? I did not. I don't understand how that works, but I imagine that that'll just cause more uproar. So, you know. Leave you with a cliffhanger every episode, don't they? All right, guys and gals and everything in between. I'm going to take off. It's been real. I'm going to keep this one under an hour. I like it. Just have an hour. 55 minutes. Um, Yeah, if you want to get tattooed, come out to Boulder. Email me. I got paintings. I don't know. I'm probably going to put some up for sale. I got some shirts coming. Friends and family has something special coming. Uh, what else? What else? Ern is traveling. Ern's in Barcelona. I mean, if you follow Ern, he's just posting crazy. Like <laughs> every he when he's on vacation, he goes super ham. So uh, he'll be back soon, though, and I'm sure he'll be here probably in January. And then the snowboarding gets really good, pretty much coming coming soon, January, February. So that's that's really the plan. And then home, we're still trying through getting stuff out of the house. It's it's a big project. And, uh, yeah. Just feeling blessed that I get to do this shit every day. I appreciate the people that join in. Good luck out there in the E streets. Because it is dangerous out there. And you are on your own.